his naked flesh and smile, knowing that a matching smile would be curving his lips because he would be awakening. His fingers would begin slowly stroking over her belly, then wander to her breasts. No matter how soundly she slept, the seduction of his touch would always call to her. It would reach into her dreams, rush through her blood, haunt her flesh, and before she had even fully awakened, she would be turning to him, wanting him. Often she would open her eyes wide with surprise and meet his blue-green eyes, sea eyes, full of mischief, darkening with passion. Then she would feel the tension in his body and the pressure of his lips, and the sweet hunger would burst upon her, and she would be very, very much awake. That was what had been, Lucia reminded herself, past tense. Ryan was no longer part of her life. Yet she felt as if she might have been back with him. Still in a state somewhere between sleep and waking, she thought back to those days in December when he had entered into her life and her world had suddenly begun to revolve around him completely, when he had begun to mean everything to her. Back to the night when they had argued so horribly, when she had realized that he was only a comet shooting across the sky, a comet that she could never catch and certainly never hold. The body next to her shifted, and once again she felt the touch of those masculine legs. Lucia stiffened, and full awareness rushed through her. She wasn't dreaming. She was lying there, curled up beside someone with long, masculine legs and long, bronzed fingers that lay beneath her breasts, and an arm that curled nonchalantly over her waist. His hands were powerful-looking. His nails were bluntly clipped and clean, and he wore a sport watch with a black band. She screamed, not a cry of terror, but rather one of shock and abject dismay and absolute disbelief. She reached for the fingers beneath her breast, but her cry had startled him awake, and that long-fingered hand was suddenly clamped over her mouth. She twisted around and came face to face with Ryan Dandridge. In those first few seconds, Lucia was certain that he was just as startled as she was. His tawny brows shot up, and then his sea-colored eyes narrowed sharply on her, and it seemed as if a mask of suspicion fell over his features. It was his angry look. She knew it all too well. It was dark and ominous and implacable. If he had been standing, he would have locked his arms over his chest, but he wasn't standing. He was lying down, with his hand still clamped over her mouth and his leg cast over hers. His bare leg. His chest was bare, too, she saw. Bare and bronze and covered with coarse, tawny hair. She wondered what else was bare. She burned inside at just the thought and was afraid that she had also turned crimson at it. It didn't matter because he couldn't be here. She was in Garden City, South Carolina, and she hadn't seen him in months, not since she had left him in Rhode Island. He was supposed to be her cousin Dina Donatello, but he was here, and he was clearly furious. What the hell are you doing here? He exploded. Trust him to have the arrogance to ask such a stupid question when he was so clearly in the wrong, not to mention preventing her from giving him an answer. She twisted frantically, and his hand fell from her face. Before she knew it, she was shouting at him with a vengeance. What am I doing here? Get out of this bed. Get out of this room before I call the police. How did you find me? 
What the hell did you think you could possibly accomplish by coming here? Where's Dina? What have you done with her? You... He grabbed her chin and interrupted her. Shut the hell up, Lucia, will you please? I imagine people are still trying to sleep nearby. She jerked against him violently, freeing herself from his not-at-all-tender grasp. Get off of me! She stared at him, hating him in a way. She had convinced herself of that it had seemed to be the only way to live without him at the time. But suddenly, seeing his tousled hair, his striking eyes, and blunt, powerful features, she thought of the first night she had seen him. She had been eating lobster with a client while a band played and couples whirled around the dance floor. She had looked up and seen him. He had been watching her. He hadn't looked away. He had smiled, and she had blushed and stumbled over the simple explanation she was giving her client about the properties of golden oak, and then she had discovered her...